0: Welcome to another episode of Who's On First. I'm your host, Dwayne. And I'm Jason. And we are back again with our view on the baseball world today. Today? And, what's new today? And sadly, ain't going to be no baseball today. Probably next week. Probably next month. Maybe not all this year. Uh, <laughs> maybe next year. Uh, hopefully. if This doesn't ruin uh, everything that's going on with baseball, but... It's clear that, I don't know, at at one point it was like, oh, the baseball owners are ruining baseball, and then they were trying to flip it and be like, the players are ruining baseball, but now it's clear that both of you guys are just ruining everything, and now fans are just getting fed up, period, with all of it. Uh, There's been, uh, that that I know of, three offers, two counter offers from the MLB Players Union, uh, the third offer came out yesterday, yesterday. which is we're recording this on Saturday, so it came out Friday. Um, it was it's an offer for seventy two games, and I'll just break it down because once again, uh, it seems that Major League Baseball is trying to basically find a new way to get to the same uh, <laughs> same thing they've already uh, given the players. But it's uh, it's kind of weird, but I'll get through it. So it says. Major League Baseball has sent an offer to the, or excuse me, has sent another proposal to the Players Union on Friday to restart the 2020 season. Sources confirmed to Yahoo Sports this one calls for a 72-game season with players bringing in about 83 percent of their prorated pay if the postseason is completed. Players would be guaranteed 70 percent of their prorated salaries for the regular season, then receive further money if the postseason is completed. That would amount to be about. of the prorated money. The postseason would also expand in this proposal. If the union were to accept this offer, the regular season would reportedly begin on about July 14th and conclude September 27th. The league has told the union that the offer expires Sunday, sources confirmed, which would seem to hint at a deadline for the economic negotiations not yet seen in these tense, halting efforts to restart baseball. Uh, I'll get free, free one-word thing, which is, I guess, the, the meat and potatoes of the offer. So this this is, again, from Yahoo Sports. It says that this offer is better than MLB's previous proposal, but still asks for an additional pay cut from players, which they have previously considered a non-starter. The league's previous proposal called for a 76-game season with pay up to 75% of the players' prorated salaries. It would be 50% guaranteed for regular season play, with another 25% if there's a postseason. That proposal was resoundingly dismissed by the players who counted with an 89-game season uh, at full prorated salaries. Players have not budged from the idea that they deserve full prorated salaries. For example, for 89 games, a full prorated salary would amount to 55% of their 162-game salary. Owners are asking for an additional pay cut on top of that. Basically, throughout these whole negotiations, it seems like uh, the MLB owners are set on, there. if baseball is going to happen, there's going to be another pay cut on top of the prorated salaries. The players' union and the players are saying that they will not start any baseball unless they have a guarantee that they can get full prorated salaries. So... With this new proposal, it seems like MLB is still trying to spin the same proposal, just with a different uh, caveat or different like carrot dangle. But what do you think? What do you think about this new proposal? So,
1: um, I believe baseball's not going to happen. I think right now they both... They both have valid points of why they are asking for what they're asking for, but no one's being reasonable and saying, hey, let's meet in the middle. It's just, hey, I want my end, you want your end. We're going to keep sitting here and just reword it. Like, oh, hey, let's reword, take this word out and put this word in. Uh, So I don't feel like we're going to have a baseball season. I I get from both sides, obviously, like how we've always said this is a business, but – some of these owners that aren't in big markets are going to be affected more, if any decision than the bigger market teams. Sure. So, are these the owners that are holding up a lot of the end of the deals? Because hey, if I'm in Milwaukee or Pittsburgh or or Baltimore right now, I'm not making L.A. money. I'm not making New York money.
0: Right.
1: So, what's the deal? So, I feel like. With the MLB asking for more off the top of a prorated, that's just ridiculous. If, if I have my job and they say, hey, you're not going in this week because we're closing down. Now, we're not paying you or we can't pay you your salary, but we can give you a percentage of because you your, base, your salary is based off of a year projection. We give you, do the math, and we'll give you 100% of what you should be getting for this week. After we prorate everything, would you be okay with it? If I'm not doing the job, then why would I be upset? I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm. I, I'm a firm believer of I'm getting paid to do my job. Now, obviously, these baseball players, it's not as simple as that because their job entails so much more than a normal nine to five job. Right. There's their training. There's all this. There is. You figure if a lot of them are worried about this COVID mm-hmm. uh, situation. So if In one play, 12 people touch the balls, I get these players are like...
0: (laughs) 12 people touch their
1: balls. (laughs) Don't don't, don't, don't get upset about it. You could be jealous of it, but don't be upset. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, if they have that legitimate concern, then the owners at that time should be like, okay, we can do this. And if if I was a player and be like, okay, you want me to play... Prorated and then take some off the top. Okay, but I want, I want some, uh, some hazard pay. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do for me on the back end on this? I want next year. I want a hundred and thirty percent of my salary when we're fully in operation again. Right. I think there should be some of these owners, and especially you're not going to have to do that with every player. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, those, those few on each team that you to have to do it to. Some of these players are going to. I feel like they would have to do kind of like a, a Bonilla deal with them Jeez. To, to have something going. Because in my perspective... oh, Just to break it down for
0: anyone who doesn't know the Bobby Bonilla deal, uh, when he signed with the Mets, he signed this uh, really large contract. Oh, but it
1: wasn't even large. Back oh, yeah, then it
0: was. Back then, back then <laughs> it was. Uh, but for the time now, no, it wasn't mm-hmm. large at all. However, the Mets chose to basically
1: defer the payments of the deal... For what twenty years? Well, yeah. So they d- deferred payments. I I think they owed him like eight. No, it was like ten. I think it was like something like ten million dollars. Right. And they said, hey, if you don't let us, if you let us defer this in twenty years, we'll pay you for this. Uh, uh, basically, a million, million dollars every season. Yeah, for the next, I think twenty five seasons. Yes. So, okay, I'm not going to get it on the front end. Might as well see. It. He made a great deal. Oh, yeah. So with with all this going on. For those star players that are, because it's, they can't, they're not, I don't feel like they're concerned about the $500,000 a year, a million dollars, it's the 30, 20s and up, millions. So for those players, they need to make something special for them to rework their contract. I know I'm not, if I sign a contract, I don't want to leave any money on the table. However, I want to play baseball if I was a baseball player. I want to get out there, I want to play. I'll make this deal with you. Yes, prorate it if you want to take this on the top, but whatever you're taking off, I want that next year. So if I'm getting prorated for 80 games and you're taking that for 80 games, then next year, guess what? You're giving me a bonus of an extra 82 games because you're paying me extra this extra amount for the whole season, not just for what I took here right. and I bet you some of these players would look at him like oh, okay yeah it's going to make more sense for me financially in the long run than it will would uh if I just sat here and said no I want this I think the
0: biggest takeaway from all this is um at one point uh, I strongly feel like the players had uh all the baseball fans on their side or at least a good majority Now, with these constant back and forths, I feel like now I think everyone who's a baseball fan is just kind of like fed up with the whole situation because now, once again, uh, the baseball has proven that it is old, it is outdated. Um, We have the NBA who's already agreed, they're already coming back in July. Uh, NFL hasn't gone anywhere, and it most likely will be here come August, or that's when preseason starts, August. Uh, Yeah. uh, They'll be here. Um, But, of course, baseball is still the one sport that has just proven that it's old, outdated. There's too many uh, older people who just don't want to get with the times, and this old regime just won't stop getting in the way of things because at this point now you have to look at just damage control this whole situation because if there is no baseball season which it looks like there won't be this might be something that is like i don't think it'll i don't think you'll be able to come back from this for like a while no
1: it's baseball as is you remember early 1900s to even probably like what the seventies? Baseball was it. Baseball was king, right. and then you got football coming in, and then you have oh Michael Jordan, right. and then oop the NBA exploded. Right. So then you have from the eighties to the nineties where the shift switched, and now you're in the twenty twenty where you have had forty years since baseball was king of sports. To now being in the top, uh, the number three of the top of the top sports, yeah. and especially uh, I would say in the United States, because yeah. if you go over Europe, you got soccer and all that. But oh, yeah, I was about
0: to say some people can argue that well, soccer is above well, baseball. In the but
1: US. I, but I but I would look at if you're basing everything off of attendance and television, right. baseball, and that, would ba- be. baseball would be number three. Right. So at this point, how is baseball going to recover? From this, I, if I see, like, if this is this issue and there's a season, that money's not being made. Nope. They're not getting that TV money because nope. that's probably in their contract. Like, you ain't playing, you ain't getting it. So now this is going to hurt the owner. So I feel like this could be catastrophic for baseball in, mm-hmm. in the long run because we as a society, we want the instant gratification. We want our – we got our phones. Sure. We could get our food this way. Sure. How many – Baseball fans were on the fence with baseball, as is. You know what I mean? Like, they weren't real baseball fans. They are like, oh, I like baseball. I like going to the games. like the atmosphere of all this. How many of them are going to stay away from it next year? Because, hey, there was no baseball this year. It's not in my interest. It's not in my wheelhouse. Right. So I have a feeling this could hurt. But what could come out of this? This could be either a blessing in disguise, because at this point, what happens if they have to start breaking up if they break up the MLB, like, oh, we have to do this, and now we have independent leagues and all this, yeah. where then it could be awesome for the sport, but it wouldn't be awesome for the players, because then right. the players are going to get their $30 million contracts. Right. So I, I just just bring back baseball. Just come up with the solution. I don't want to see anything change in baseball. And when I say anything change, I don't want to see, oh, guess what? I like the Angels, but now they're – the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Costa Mesa, D-League 5, or whatever. That are located in the NL East. Yeah, because of something that they are going to have to do to keep baseball relevant. Yeah. So
0: So my biggest uh, hope for all this is, of course, I hope baseball does come back. And I feel like we both, uh, if you're a baseball fan, you hope baseball comes back. But my biggest hope from all of this is that both sides will start to see what is being done with baseball, and hopefully they come up with new strategies to make baseball more exciting and have it come back to being a top sport because, like I said, uh, for people who are baseball fans, we know the ins and outs of baseball, so we appreciate the game. However, for a lot of people who don't like baseball or for just general casual sports fans, they look at baseball as like it's a sport That's not really a sport because they feel like anyone can play it if you just practice for a couple months, which
1: which we know. There's no way. No, there's no
0: way, right? And I feel like we have to get to a point where they need to figure out ways to bring more excitement back to baseball for the general public. Um, And also, like, if this time is only being used to basically go back and forth on, like, who needs to get paid what, then I feel like we've failed as a sport, as a whole community, and everything like that, because when it comes back to next year, there has to be something that's going to spark people's interest again. Now, if you're a conspiracy theorist, right, everyone says that after the 94 strike, the uh, baseball came back on top with steroid error, right? And they knew what was going on, but they knew when they seen the TV ratings and you see McGuire and Sosa, Do their thing, and then you have Barry Bonds come in and become the king of all this and everything. You see that people's interest in baseball just got greater and greater and greater and greater, and then in you know baseball had some of its highest ratings ever, right? However, the downside of that is it infested the sport, and then you had to basically go through this whole bullcrap of trying to clean it back up. And now you got the government involved in baseball and all these. Uh,
1: well, outside yeah, entities
0: all involved in baseball and drug testing and things like that and it was did you know it hampered the sport for a while and then we have this whole good period of like all right we cleaned up steroids at least on the that surface, we know that we know of um you know we're doing all these things we're in a good spot and then you have something like this which another possible strike or no baseball at all you're gonna need something you need something to spark it and everything like that. And my, and my hope is that they think of something that, like I said, to make it more exciting. But my fear is that they try to go back into their old well of things. And, you know, we already have rumors of juiced balls from uh, these last two seasons because the home run totals have been, like, ridiculous. Well,
1: that's – and then we have exit velocity. Yeah, exit velocity <laughs> yeah.
0: and things like that. So it's like no one wants baseball to turn into, like, a joke. And that's my, that's my fear, but I hope they, they just think of something that will bring it to being something that can be just more,
1: uh, I want to say something that will just be more attractive to so, the general public. So how, what do you think would be able to be done, in your opinion? I feel like they need to, we're going to need some new teams.
0: Uh, so they, can, they should definitely.
1: Now, when you're saying, how many do you think? I think Vegas needs a team. And I, I told you before, I think Portland needs a team. Yeah, that, that would I be think, good. I think Portland is, a, a lot of people don't know, Port, Oregon it has a lot yeah, of baseball. It's time. a baseball town. It is.
0: Um, Vegas needs a team. Vegas needs a team. And I would say, and now this is wild. Now, just hear me out, though. But with everything that's going on, uh, and some, and we know it's, it's U.S. territory and everything like that, but what would you – Think about like Puerto Rico.
1: I, I I'm not well. I'm all, I'm I'm a firm believer of we have we play the World Series, right? But we're not using, using the, the world. world. And when they first rolled out the Baseball Classic, I I'm for that. Yeah, I'm for eventually. Hopefully, before yeah. I die, I want to be able to turn on the TV and be like, oh, the Dodgers are in Japan playing a Japan team, right? Because then at this point, you bring in the world. I know they're trying with the NFL and the NBA. They're trying mm. like, hey, let's play these games over here, sure. The MLB plays, like, oh, we'll open our series here, but it's usually the same teams that have an interest in right. that, like, usually it's Seattle in Japan because, well, first it was Ichiro, and then you, they grew that big, strong tie with it. Mm. Tide. Tide. Big, with tie, tie. Big, strong tie. You got caught up in your age? No, I was, I got caught up in this, man. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but at that point, I, I. <laughs> I don't know you You to, to get it to be relevant again you're going to have to even yes bringing in teams will be good because of bringing people from that market but overall you're going to have to do some stuff where it's like I think hockey does it pretty well when they do like the outdoor series. Like hey, like and I know they talked about doing the at the uh, fields of dreams, mm. but I think there there should be stuff. And I think how uh, they did that sandlot game. There needs to be something, some stuff like that that's going to drive a little a little more. And I and I think their all star. Weekend thing, there's there's three days that they usually could be extended a little more, because at that time, then what they should do? Why aren't they tying in the Little League World Series at the all at the All Star time, where mm-hmm. they have like obviously they do it because summertime the kids can travel and all this, but if you have the pre, the last year's winners there for for that weekend. Or whatever, the weekend before, or whatever, mm. and you open up the festivities that way, or you end it with that way, or the players can be there. You're going to create these these kids who are playing this little league game, and these kids that are watching on TV like, oh my god, I can meet my heroes. I can actually do this if I try hard and all this. And I think we need you need we need uh, we need a youth movement in, right. in this. And, and and I'm talking finally coming movement. on my side. No, I, I've always agreed mm-hmm. with having the youth movement, but we when you need to now market it better. For all youths, and when I'm saying that, and this is going to go into our kind of our segue into it, I don 't feel every community is represented in the, the baseball community isn't represented in every community outside mm-hmm. of certain ones. I know that I grew up in the 80s and nine and I grew up in the 80s where every community was baseball because that's when baseball was still right. was just ending their heyday, but once they went down, it was like let's market to football, let's market to basketball. But instead of saying, hey, let's market all sports to everybody, why are these, and it's, and we can't blame anyone but more of these, the, the, the shoe companies, like, hey, let's pump this in this neighborhood, let's pump this in this neighborhood, when they should be like, I don't care, just like I made my kids watch Cool Runnings the other day, yeah. because it's like, you don't know this person's good in running track, but they make good uh, bobsledders, and this kid may be good in, in football, But why isn't he going to be good in baseball? So I feel like they, there needs to be better marketing employed to the youth of America and the world, essentially.
0: The biggest thing with, and yeah, we'll get into now uh, the the, our next topic. uh, The biggest thing with baseball and trying to get more popular is the is the one thing that's been holding baseball back all these years. And I will continue to say it, and this is why I have the challenge out for Mike Trout and everything like that. When I say things like he's not a superstar, it's because of what I'm I'm talking about with just, you have to, there has to be a face of baseball. And maybe not one face, but there has to be at least faces. Exactly. Right. And the biggest thing when when it came to 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever you want to call it, there was like, there was someone synonymous with the game. You just knew it. And you didn't have to, like, think about it or whatever. I feel like the 80s is a couple different people. You can go Reggie Jackson. You can go
1: uh, managers. You can go, uh, you know, whoever. You ever there's call... so, there, well, there's so many. Like, if, when you said 80s and you said Reggie Jackson, next name popped in my head, Kirk Gibson. it's yep. Just like a... Yeah. And so, and then from that, you'll be like, oh, this person. So, yeah. Right. It's... There, there, there was names and everything. But like... there, I don't feel like, like how you're getting there. I don't feel like that's the same way now. Like, no. oh, Mike Trout. And it's like, again,
0: outside of baseball, if I say the name Mike Trout to people, do they know him? Who knows, right? But I know in baseball, if you watch baseball, you say the name Mike Trout, you're like, yeah, uh, I know who that is, right? But in the 90s, all you had to say was Ken Griffey Jr. Hey, you, it, it, shut up. <laughs> uh, you didn't have to watch baseball, but you knew who that was, right? Because again, he was marketed as like this is the this is the guy this is the guy who's a, the kid and this is the kid who's ushering in the new era of baseball and everything like that. But then right behind Griffey, you have you have a dude in Pittsburgh who's banging. His name is Barry Bonds, and people because Griffey was taken off so much and he was younger and everything like that, people just automatically just again, like you look at someone like a Barry Bonds who. For baseball people, they were like, this dude's one of the best players ever at this time. But because... Why have, are we not talking I mean, Why are we not talking about him? But you have someone like King Griffey Jr., who's just... His star is just like, no, he's everything. Someone like a Bonds takes a back seat. But then you have the 2000s, where Barry Bonds comes right back up again as being, I'm the guy. I've been the guy. I've been the king and everything like that. But then you add steroids and everything else, else like that, right? But the biggest thing is, I don't know... I might be incorrect with this, but I know that um, when it came to, like, baseball in the inner cities, uh, my generation was, like, a big proponent of the RBI program. I don't know if they made that before my era. I I don't remember when. Because this is when, like, teams like the Dodgers, the, I don't know if the Angels did it. I know the Dodgers were one of the first teams, but I know the Angels were involved in it, like, moving forward. Yeah. They started to do, like, the fields in in inner city uh, communities and things like that. And I was like, this is dope. However, this will mean nothing because still baseball is not looked at as popular, right? I was, for many years of playing Little League, pony ball, even in high school, I was either the only black person on my team or, like, it was, like, two of us and everything yeah. like that, right? And it's like this – you're right. When you look at it, a football or basketball and things like that, it markets – the reason why they're so popular is because they market to being uh, an
1: individual, and baseball does not. No. But, but baseball is keeping true to its roots, too, at that point, because baseball, you can't have an individual be the... Like, Mike Trout's on the Angels. Would you say he's the best player in the, the major leagues right now?
0: Yeah.
1: But they don't win any... They've been to one playoff series? Right. So... At that point, it's not an individual sport. Just like if I have Michael Jordan on my team, I'm going to get an extra 20 wins with him right. on my team. So I think with with how they marketed to the inner city youths and all that, there's there's just, there was never any that I remember growing up, well, I grew up in the 80s, like I said, so there was base, baseball, baseball is just everywhere. But when I grew, got older, like when I moved out to Pennsylvania, I... I remember seeing Little League sign-ups one time, yep. and it was like, oh, come sign up for Little League, and then I went and signed up for Little League, and I was like, you're giving me a T-shirt and a hat, and I'm spending this much money for what? You're, what is the, Where is this money going to? On a, where, you can't say the field's good. It's a crappy field. It I got a T-shirt, trash, yeah. and you're giving me a hat that probably you wore last year, and all this, and I'm paying all this money. So there's definitely, a, and I would say maybe states, too, because there's obviously... In Maine, you're going to – or stuff where it's cold, more cold weather, you're going to have hockey Correct. and all that. But there should be better ways to market it, market baseball, especially just to the youth. It doesn't have to necessarily be to the inner city kids right. or any of that, but just in general. Well, what I mean by baseball doesn't market to
0: individuals, It's I mean that I feel like a lot of – and I won't say inner city, but a lot of kids, like the youth, right – you have the influx of social media. You have the influx of everyone wanting to be, wanting to feel like or seem like I'm me. I'm uh, unique, right? Yes. Basketball markets that because it's a team sport. However, you have just players that just can dominate a game and everything like that. But then the on the outside of that, those players are able to use their voices a little more and then and then you get to know their personality and you, then you fall in love with the player, right? Football, team sport. Some people say it's the ultimate team sport. However, you have players that once they reach a certain level of, uh, you know, they become an elite player or whatever, they are now the voice of the team or they can now go into the media and people in the media looks forward to their comments and things like that. Baseball is still behind in that regard because, like, it's just – and it's the culture. It's the culture that, that's that's messed up because, like, you, you take something like like the, the WBC, which is awesome – the WBC is awesome because there is no rules there's rules obviously like it's baseball rules but however it's like because these players are playing with their countrymen there is no there is no like oh if if you do something well you know you gotta act like you've been there before and you have to be cautious about no if they strike someone out it's fist pumps it's
1: screaming it's cursing if they hit a bomb that flips like you know something which, which, sucks, which man. I which I and see, that's what I think needs to happen in all sports. If, if I want to, if I'm trying to get a fan engaged, right. if I go, I just hit a 500 foot home run, and you want the fans going, "Holy crap!" Then let someone show that. Like, I'd be like, "All right." And I,
0: th- that's where I've always thought. Like, and that's that's. But see, the the WBC shows that because we it's proven the last three times it's been around, uh, it's proven that baseball is exciting when you give us these elements. But then it's like they watch it and then they go into an actual Major League Baseball season and then it's like they, they, they take it. And, and and that's and that's my issue and that's why like I said, baseball needs to get away from that old guard. That old guard mentality will not push the sport forward because like there's just there's a bunch of players, there's a bunch of managers, there's a bunch of people that look at it and I don't know for what reason. I could sit here and say I don't know if it's a racial thing, I don't know if it's just, and I feel like it has a lot to do with, with race when it comes to a lot of these things. I, I don't know if it's a class thing, but for some reason, a lot of the the old guard of baseball, they look at some things as just like, oh, no, that's that's classless, that's whatever. And I'm like, this is sports. Since when is celebrating a sports not a good thing? Yeah. Since when is being appreciative of what you're doing not a good thing? When is being competitive. It's competitive not a good thing. It's like I, oh I struck out, oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. I'll get up next time. Hey I'll come out next time. Like I, I don't understand that. And and it's only in this sport. It's only in this sport. Every other sport I've watched, even soccer, and I feel like soccer, like it's in the US or whatever, it's not that big, right? However, in the world, and that's what makes soccer awesome. To, I, I understand why people around the world love soccer because they're individuals. They don't care. When they when they score a goal, they have choreographed celebrations. Like, the whole team is in it and everything like that. That's awesome, right? Yeah. Because if you're a fan watching them run for 40 minutes and they finally score a goal, yes. So like, yeah. we ready for this. Like, give us everything. And that's the one thing about baseball that will always just trigger me because... We we watch this sport, we love this sport because we grew up with this sport. However, trying to explain to someone why baseball is great is so annoying because, because you have to sit there and be like, Well, there's this and this, and you don't understand, they're sixty feet well, away it's, and it's, it's, it's and the- trying to explain chess to someone who plays checkers. Right. So like and I get annoyed because I like I wanna just be like, just watch, just watch and you'll see why. But it's like basketball, you can watch and be like, oh, then he just dunked on him yeah. and he pushed them and everything. That's awesome football, dang you see that big hit, and he got up and he screamed and you have people like Ray Lewis and with their like they're all animated and things like that. It's and easy. And then like, oh he
1: hit a home run oh and he, walked
0: and he, just, he, just ran, he walked the bases. He just walked the bases. just ran around. Cool. Oh uh, like and it sucks and that is something that, that they just have to change. And like I hope these players that are now the the youth of this uh of this game now, will start to push for that. And I'm sorry, there. I know there's players, even players on my team that, uh, you know, they choose to still stick with that old guard and everything like that. But I'm like, uh, to a Clayton Kershaw, who is a big, you know, he's old school baseball and everything like that, simmer down, all right? Because you doing great and everything like that is fine. You should be able to celebrate too. All right, Madison Bumgarner, s- settle down. All right, <laughs> like, like, let if someone hits a bomb off you,
1: let them celebrate it. You can get mad too. It's okay. You should. I, you get I mad. know. I a pitcher, I'd be mad, but at that point, you have to respect that other person. At that did point, he did it. He did it. He got the best for me. Uh huh.
0: Like, and uh, like, there's so many other players who have done this. Like, there's whole teams of the Cardinals who. They're like the anti-fun police for any team that they play. It's like they want you to just play the game, don't show any emotion until the game's over, and then we all have fun. Like, no, right? So we need to get to that point in baseball. I don't know. I hope it can come next year. We can finally start to, you know, this whole let the kids play movement can really actually take full swing because if they do and they let baseball players be individuals, it will do the sport way better than them like, sticking to these old regards like if you're a yankee have a beard
1: well I don't, no, let, so i i okay but with, with that comment right there i get i get that that steinbrenner was like it. no okay you own that's his business right and he's like hey this is if you're on my team i'm paying your contract i'm paying your salary you don't have to sign with me if you want to grow a beard but if you want to wear pinstripes, you ain't growing a beard. And I and you have to have that level of respect that that's the role that he's set in place for the thing he owns. Granted, yes, it's backward thinking. But at that point, it's like I, I still respect it because that was his thing. Like, hey, this we're the Yankees. We're better than everyone else. And that's why he did it. It, was like, it wasn't to be like, oh, you, I don't want to have a beard because I think it's ugly. No, it's we're better than everyone else. You're wearing the pinstripes. This is what we represent. I don't want some – and this when Steinbrenner did it. It was like, I don't want some hippie because this was in the 70s. I don't want some hippie with this big old beard coming on my team right. and looking like a fool. And I feel like I respect that they are holding to their tradition. Is it a stupid thing? Oh, heck yeah. 100 because, because me having a beard shouldn't affect how I'm perceived in any of this. But you still have to respect that—that that was their, their their kind of their thing, and that they still have that in place. I feel like I know if I'm signing up with the Yankees. We saw a, a, it's been so long since free agency, like really, cool. There, where he went and whoop, got a haircut, and pre- but that's the but at that point, if I feel like if I was if I just signed a big contract with the Yankees because I wanted to join them. I feel like me getting that haircut and all that because I'm finally doing the team I wanted. Now, it sucks for the people that are homegrown talent in that team because they're like, I want my beard. I don't want to be drafted by the Yankees. So, it, like I said, it's a. I, I feel like, yes, it's taking away the individuality of the players on the team. But at that point, those players who sign that big contract to play on the team... This is our rule. Our this is what we stand for. My thing is
0: with stuff like that. At the end of the day, is it worth? Is it worth turning away a lot of people, to a lot of kids, a, a, a lot of the youth to a sport that they could help build? Because when things like that, with the whole like, and I'm just using the Yankees exa- as as example, but the whole no facial hair. And they can't even have long hair on the Yankees. You can't have long hair. You you have to have a haircut. Like, that to me is ridiculous. In 2020, that's ridiculous. Especially, I agree, when you see the teams and, like, you see, like, and I don't even even know if they have a thing for tattoos. I don't, right? But um, to me, it's ridiculous. Like, the same thing. Like, we still argue in baseball on how to properly wear your hat. That's ridiculous. Who cares, all right? Who cares, all right? I think it would be dope. If someone went out on the field and had their hat backwards, it's a hat. I don't care. Like, if I'm playing the game, let me do me. Like, is, is there some things that I'm like, eh, I'm kind of 50 50 or I'm kind of like, eh, like, a big thing with me is this is just me personally, uh, but I, I never liked when players would, like, have super baggy jerseys. I never liked it, right? Yeah. It, because I felt like it just looked weird. Yeah. It's not like a thing, like, you do, you can't do it. I'm like, it just doesn't look good, right? However, in this newer generation, like, this is like 2000s baseball, they started doing the baggy pants, which I was just like, I'm okay with that. Right? Because, again, pants are still up. It's just that the pants are just bigger on yeah. them and everything like that. But now you have someone like Kike Hernandez who's chosen to, oh, all right, we can do whatever with baseball pants. Cool. I'm, I'm going to make Lululemon baseball pants for me. Like, that's cool because he's being an individual, right? That's dope. Stuff like that there needs to be more of. I'm okay with that. It's just I feel like baseball, every time you get, like, an inch in baseball, they just want to pull it back a little bit. And I'm like... Even like they've started to do, which I, I think is weird uh, that, that they only do it once a year. But uh, they have that Players Week, okay, and they do the whole like the n- names on the back of the, the jersey, the nicknames thing like that. Or they I think in Cincinnati they all chose to have the cut off sleeve jersey, yeah,
1: right or whatever. I'm like, if you're a player and you want to do that, why not? Well, but then at that point, like. The NFL, even back in the seventies, if a player wasn't wearing the right uniform, they could forfeit. Right. So then, at that point, are we taken away from the the rules to to conform to today's society, just to conform, or should or should the MLB still be able, to, like, should they be able to say, hey, these are this, you're an elite group now. You're not. You're not because how many? What's a percentage of People who play high school and little league baseball that make it to the and that make it actually make it to the major leagues. It's like five. It, yeah, five. so it, it's like it's like you're chosen, just like in the NFL. I know if I played, I would never make it to the NFL, and I shouldn't have to expect that the people, that group of those people, the and those people, I'm talking generations, the old players too. Hey, this is what we do. And this is, and that's one of the things with, uh, with St. Louis, right. because St. Louis is very like those old players. Like you were on the, you're on the Cardinals. They're out there. They're there. Like, nope, your shirt's too tight around your yeah. arm. Your mask is too yellow. They're there. And at that point, that's where I respect that team for having that, their value still, but their values are dated. But, I Like I said, but it's still of a, hey, if they're, this is how they are running their team, and they still respect that. I, I'm okay with that. Now, when it's something where it's like, well, you can't have a yellow mask on because our colors aren't that, okay, yeah. But if it's saying, oh, I don't like your mask because it's too baggy or your pants because they're too baggy, no, I think that's, I think as long as they have – the required stuff, if the uniform says you have to have socks, you have to have pants, you have to have a jersey, you have to have hat, who cares if they wear it backwards? Who cares if they wear a jersey that's, oh, my sleeves are cut and yours aren't? Right. I think at that point, as long as you have what needs to be on that jersey, and which I think it's, what, the, the number has to be visible, yeah. And it, and as long as you're within those rules, those parameters – then so why is it that I can't... If I feel more comfortable in a pair of longer pants... Then let me t- do me. Tighter pants and you feel in bed, you let me... Exactly, let the, me do me.
0: Like, and that's the biggest thing we have to move forward with baseball is... We have to start letting... Baseball needs more rivalries. Baseball needs more uh, actual, like, in-game competitiveness. Baseball needs more just stars and, like, for example... You remember when uh Chad Johnson or Chad Ocho single, uh, for people out there who are uh, NFL fans, you remember when he was, did did the list and he had and he had a list of all the cornerbacks he was gonna face and he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna score, I'll touch down on him touchdown on him on the exact It's like, do you know how crazy it would be, but it would never happen because they would lose their mind if a player was like oh i got this pitcher hitting a
1: bomb i got this pitcher i'm going two for 2 for 3 I I, like, think it, I I i would it would i would think it would draw like hey you're playing the do- you're starting a season uh, series next week uh, week with the Dodgers my child how do you feel well Kershaw just saying so you know i'm going to hit two bombs off him yeah. like be- at that point you are creating those rivalries yes they have those rivalries like oh angels versus dodgers why are we rivals because we live yeah. five minutes from each other on a freeway. Right. Why are the Yankees and the Mets rivals? Because they're the same city. I want rivalries because, of like, hey, why is it that uh, Texas and Blue Jays hate each other all? Because – and see, that's awesome because someone who wasn't there,
0: who's not there anymore, in a playoff series hit a bomb and decided to flip a bat and look at the pitcher like, how dare you try
1: me with that and everything – That is awesome. It brought moments. It brought that that excitement into it. So, I so yes, I think baseball needs to be updated. But I do I do still have that place of respect for what made us love baseball. Because obviously, if that wasn't there, then baseball wouldn't be how it is today. So I still have that respect because of that. Like I said. I don't agree with the Yankees making people shave, but I have the respect for them. Because if I was a player and I know, hey, I'm I'm the best player, I'm going to sign. And we do this, we do this, and I know I do it, at least I can't speak for you playing the show. Right. Oh, I'm going to sign with the Yankees, mm-hmm. uh, but now I'm going to have to adjust my guy's face and shave him. Because me, I want to be accurate, and so I'm going to have to adjust. Right. It. So at that point, that's where I'm like, and then it's like... Is that how real players think? Like, I'm the best player in the, the major leagues. I could sign anywhere I want. to. Do I want to sign? Do I look better in this color? Do I want? And you know that sways a lot of people. And I want to know honestly what the numbers would be. If like, I want to, if any former players or current players that thought about playing for the Yankees but didn't because of uh, any facial hair or longer hair. Let us know. I just want. I'm just kind of curious to see. Because at that point it would be like, Oh, okay, like Yankees, see you're dumb you're dumb because Vlad Guerrero wanted to be on the Yankees and uh, uh, Dallas Keuchel I'm trying to think of people with beards and all this. Dallas Keuchel, Keuchel and Bryce and Bryce, Bryce Harper, Harper would have played but they can't grow a beard. Yeah, so and it's, be like, shade? it's like, oh sorry. So that's on your that's on your own stupidity then, if you can't adapt.
0: Yeah. You can't. Like, baseball just needs, it needs a major overhaul, and it needs to be updated to the 2020s or to the whatever century or whatever we're in. Uh, It just needs to be updated to today's time, and it needs to start to embrace the kids and embrace the style and embrace the swagger and embrace the flash. Like, I thought it was crazy because before, you know, I'm old enough now, which is weird to remember when players couldn't, like, didn't wear jewelry when they played baseball, right? I remember the first player that I saw that was noticeable was uh, Barry Bonds with his cross earrings. Yeah. Like, that was the first player I was like, oh, he really has those. Like, and then now it's like, which I think is dope, but now you have players who are playing in full, like, thirty, forty
1: thousand $40,000 worth of jewelry. Which I, I, it's just every time I see someone wearing jewelry, it makes me think of the movie The Fan when they bump in the outfield right. uh, and then he loses his necklace and then he goes on a, uh, like a total slump. It's like, OK, am I going to wear this jersey or this jewelry and all this because a, I just want to look flashy or if it's my my thing? because of this. But see, I think that's
0: hard. I got I got, I got, got 80K around my neck and I just hit a bomb. <laughs>
1: like, you can't, you can't, we, like, we, but what happened do to me? But I, if, see, and if I was pitching against you, I'd be like, yo, if I strike out, you gotta give me your necklace. But that's cool. Give me your chain.
0: There was uh, a, in this last thing I'm gonna say, I'm, um, like, the new era needs to really take over baseball, but right before uh, Alex Verdugo got traded to the Red Sox, uh, he was on the Dodgers, and this is right after the season where uh, Manny Machado signs with the Padres. So when the Padres came for the first season at Dodger Stadium, uh the first series at Dodger Stadium, uh Manny Machado was there obviously and he was talking to Alex Verdugo and they were this is before the game started and it was someone was uh recording, it. I don't know if it was like the Dodgers for Backstage Dodgers or whatever, but they were recording it and Alex Verdugo was like, Yo, if I he was like, if I make it to the All Star, he was like he was like, Buy me a chain. He sent this to Manny Machado, right? Because Manny Machado just got paid a whole yeah. bunch of money, right? And then Manny Machado was like was like was like what you want? And then, and then he was like he was like he was like I want that what's around your neck because Manny Machado had like a a couple of chains around his neck and everything like that. And then Manny Machado was like, You make it to the all star game, I'll give you like a hundred thousand for a chain. I'm like, this needs to be like during this is hard. Now, like, now
1: I wanna know how many because you know stuff's been going like this right. forever. I, and I, that's what we need like when you start saying like that, what we need is like a behind the line from exactly. baseball. I I'd be watching it. I'm like
0: that is I'm like, they talking cash talk and he's like, yo, I'm so nice, I'm gonna make it to the All-Star game. When I do, I want everything around your neck and Manny Machado is like, Man, cool, I'll do it, but you ain't gonna make it. Yeah. Like And I'm like, This is this is the banter we want. Like
1: So I think more we, want the, to we sure. need the dramatics. Yeah. want we want it to be I would say we want a WWE status, but not so scripted overlooked. to yes. where it's like... Well, I, want, I, want, I get it, I and I think it would be awesome. So next season, I heard they're actually bringing in still chairs so you can... Oh, it. You <laughs> just, <laughs> when you're running third. <laughs> it's a bro, Oh, my God, King! And, and see, <laughs> that's one thing. It's like... That's what I've always thought about baseball. Hey, I know we keep going off. Sure. Was hockey. They'd be let them duke it out until the first person falls. Why can't they do that in baseball? If you get beaned, let the pitcher and batter. Don't I think everybody else don't stay back. Yeah. And then once that player falls, and then that it keeps going. Then. But even like what the most
0: I think one of the most memorable or the two most memorable things of last season were uh, Yasiel Puig's brawl with, the, with 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 the Pirates. When he's with the Reds, because you have the first one where I think they're in Pittsburgh, and it's Yasiel, and there's that crazy picture where you see Yasiel, and you see, like, about seven Pirates, and he's running towards them, and you're like, wow. Like, And then, of course, the next one is in Cincinnati when you have Amir Garrett charge the whole team by himself and everything like that. I'm like, for people who watch baseball, that is crazy. And it's like, this is exciting because at least you know that they're invested in this, right? You know, like, and I think there just needs to be more all around just competitiveness, excitement, swagger in the game completely. But uh, one thing to finish off uh, today's episode, which is happening tomorrow uh, or Sunday for people whenever they choose to watch this or listen to this, and we'll probably be after, so it probably would have already happened, but we have the 30 for 30 on the home run race between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, 1998 hysterics, and this is when this is when my baseball fandom like it was already solidified. This is when I was just like, this is when I started to pay attention to other teams, pretty much. Because before that it was just, just uh, it was just Dodgers, and then when I like you know you you see they have on ESPN the the, the Sosa ticker, and it was like Sammy Sosa had two home runs today, and you're like, who is I'm gonna go what. Cubs? How can I watch them? Yeah. And then my grandpa was like, Oh, wait, w- we don't. watch this yeah. in this house. Yeah. Thing? He was like, He was like, We don't. But he was like, He was like, Oh, but they on WGN. And I was like, Wait, wait, wait. we can watch them from here. And he's like, Yeah, It's because it's a channel Chicago, out there, yeah. like, Chicago station. It's Chicago station. So. And then of course we started watching on Cubs games just to see Sosa do his thing, right? And that whole era is memorable for me. What about you? Like,
1: what, cause you're older. Like, what, what were you doing during that <laughs> during that era? So. I, I was a year removed out of high school when this went on, so that gives you a breakdown of my age. Um, I worked. I just moved back to California, so I worked, at, and I was working at a locally, uh, local amusement park as a security guard, mm. uh, which I was not ever home to watch anything live. But when I got home, ESPN was always there, and they would always, always, because it brought excitement. Right. They You couldn't... Turn it on without seeing it. And that's what I enjoyed. And that's what I liked because it was like, oh, you can watch baseball. And it brought baseball into a bigger light. And that's what I thought needed to happen. And then obviously, we I knew. I was like, oh, they, they're, they're juicing. They're juicing. But right now, I don't care because this is entertainment. And this is putting butts in the seats. Yep. This is putting money in owners' drawers that they can now – Take it out of the cash register and invest in the teams, and invest in the new players, and invest in stuff. And I thought it was good for baseball. And maybe we should just bring those two back. But are we bringing Sammy Sosa from today, or or back then? Because he's totally two different people now. Yeah. Are we bringing White Sammy or Black
0: Sammy uh, to the
1: to the because game? Because I don't know if White Sammy can hit like Black. I'm like, can White Sammy hit a fastball like 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 Black Sammy could? But uh... and then and then you have McGuire now who's juiced up, or now it looks like, uh, that, uh, every time I see Maguire now, it makes me think of that Jason Malola, commercial way yeah. to top his muscles, like,
0: oh. But the thing with Maguire, he's still big. He, he was just a big guy. He was just a big dude, but then with the, with the, on the juice, he got even bigger, and it was just ridiculous, but, um... That whole era will, will will always be special to me, just for the simple fact that it was the one time in my life that baseball was on top for everything like we were we we were headline news we were even like that that race was even on like local news and, like, Oh, it was on everything
1: it was, it was on every you you'd be at a basketball game and it'd be like, oh, I was like yeah I'm like Take me so over and you'd be like, like yeah like, and
0: it was. It was such a dope time, because, like, and I remember, because during that, during that race, I believe that's when uh, McGuire hits the ball at Dodger Stadium on top of the roof. Uh, I, Like, he hit a, it was, I forgot, I don't know if it was Chanho Park or whoever was pitching, but he hit a ball so hard, he hit it off the top of the stadium. And I was like, in my mind, this, this is when I started to be like, yo. Don't pitch to him. Like this again. This is when, like my my baseball mind starts to grow. I'm like, we just don't pitch to him. Yeah. Like, what's the like? Why are we doing this? I put him on base. Yeah. Just walk him. Like, and it was it was such a dope time period. But also, I hope with this thirty for thirty, they cover not only the race, but they cover the before with their careers and what they were doing, and then they lead up to after the race. Yeah. But also, I want them to talk about there was a lot of. uh there's a lot of undertones about that race that a lot of people were choosing sides because of based certain of, things, based
1: off of certain
0: criteria. It was like, and it was a lot of things that were like, we 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 remember that race. It's like, oh, it was awesome, but I know there was a lot of behind the scenes about that that was like because I don't know if it was, it was McGuire or so, so somebody was getting death threats.
1: And I, well, you figure what Maris was doing Maris, it, yeah. by, back then. No one's, and this is what I feel like could is going on right now in the world. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just, I remember watching it and I felt bad for both sides because it was like that pressure, especially when you're going to break your, Oh, you're breaking this person's record. Oh, you're breaking this person's record. And it wasn't like as bad as it when when marriage broke the record sure. because when he, back then you couldn't, he, it was like, no, you just, no, right. Um, but I felt bad for both players going through this because, yeah, because of the scrutiny. And I, I especially, if you had to choose one of those two players when that was going on, who, what side were you voting for? I was Sammy. I uh, So was I. I was Sammy just, just from because a I hated McGuire because yep. when I was growing up oh, the Bass Brothers, Mark McGuire and the A's, and I was an Angels fan, and I hated Oakland. And then my older brother was, oh, I like Mark McGuire, blah, 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 blah. And you know you never want to do stuff if you had an older brother who picked on you, and you guys uh, never, you don't want to, you want to be the opposite. So I hated McGuire for that. What really did for me with Socia, uh, Sammy sosha was... It was just fun watching him play. It just yeah. felt like he would hit the – it felt like I was watching the Mickey play. He was right. smiling and enjoying the game and saying, you know what, I'm out here. This is where I'm going to shine. And outside of here, that's me because he was very private. He yeah. had a few things you'd see, but he was very private. And at that point out, it – it opened up doors. You could see it. there and say before people were like, oh, he's, he's, he's a jerk. Well, why is he a jerk? Because he's not out here flaunting. And he's not out here. But when you saw him play, then you're like, okay, I get it now. Right. And that's what I liked about Sammy Sosa was just like, it was fun to him. It wasn't like, I don't feel like it was a job. I felt like it was, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm gonna have fun doing.
0: Yeah, it was a, it was a good time. I hope, I hope, I hope they go in depth on everything because. Like I said, there was a lot, and I remember specifically, like with Sammy. Like I said, I was on his side with that whole race. Uh, I remember um, he got a lot of flack from his community and a lot of other minority community because during that time, it was like he was trying to distance himself from the communities and everything like that. And people kind of felt like, "Hey, we're we're behind you in this and everything." Like and like people were turning into a, I don't want to say they're turning into a racial thing, but it was it was it was getting there. Of course, with with, with that situation. So I hope they go into go really in depth with that whole thing but uh yeah th- that's gonna be must watch TV for me I don't know about uh, other people I'm definitely gonna be watching uh, we'll come back next week and give a review on it and talk about what what, what they should've added unless to it, it was it. a horrible one and and I'm it, like, because
1: if it can't in terms of baseball 30 for 30 if it can't match up to four days or to four days in, bo- in or, uh, Boston I can't think of the title but you know right, what I'm talking right. about. that I swear is the best 30 for 30 ever I like that one uh
0: I also like, and this is just me, because I'm, because I, I, I just like the way they did it.
1: I like the thirty for thirty on Dion, but the baseball stuff. Uh, yes. Because that was awesome. Well, see, I like the Bo Jackson right. one on the baseball stuff too, but I feel just overall collective just for the baseball. Right. Yeah, it's, I feel like the Boston one just because you can envision how that emotional race was going between the two cities and just like. You hear some of these people talking like, oh, my grandfather was like on his deathbed and he wanted to see Red Sox finally win one, and then he saw it and then he died like two seconds later. It's like, oh shit! My <laughs> like, there's a lot.
0: So I hope I hope they're able to live up to uh, the expectation. The, the hype. Yeah, because it's gonna be a lot of it's a lot of hype surrounding that. But uh, let's hit them with the plugs. Plug your uh,
1: your socials, everything. All right, You can follow me at on Twitter at Salinas Jason. At just at Jason. There you go. Come on. You gotta get you used to Twitter. I gotta, I gotta get used to doing uh, this social media. Stuff. Hey. See, and that's why I respect the whole <laughs> I'm setting my ways of of follow me on MySpace. <laughs> on MySpace at I don't even know how much you would On MySpace anymore. No, who knows?
0: Um, you can follow me on Twitter at DC Junior thirteen, on Instagram at DC Junior one one three. You can follow the squad at at hdiky1 on everything, uh, Twitter, Instagram. um, Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. uh, Hdiky presents who's on first. Leave a five-star review. helps us get those iTunes charts. Um, Trying to think. uh, We're also on Google, Spotify, all your DSPs when it comes to podcasting. And uh, hopefully, 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 still keeping. We'll have, yeah, some news. Hopefully, we'll have some news next week, and everything. We'll still keeping our fingers crossed about uh, the season. But uh, there's another plane coming. It's clearly our time to get out of here. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.